Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Welcome into the show. In about 20 minutes, we're going to take that kindness and humility that we were just referencing, and we're going to make it all about D-Cell. He had a dream that he wants interpreted. We're going to replay the poem, and uh, we found a lyric that speaks to him. By the way, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Morgan Studios. <laughs> Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family. Rocket can. Tom is excited, but... Before we get to that, I want to go to one of my favorite NBA writers in the country. You can read him at CBSSports.com. He is my colleague at CBS Sports. Sam Quinn joins me right now on the program. Good morning, Sam. What's up, buddy? You know, Bill, we've gone like a whole week without some new horrible off-court story in the NBA. I found out that Greg Popovich's favorite animal is a sea otter last night. So, you know what? All things considered, things going pretty well. Sea otter is kind of a kind of a kind of a weird one, right? I've never. What's your favorite animal? I would not have gone sea otter. You put me on the spot here, Bill. That's hard. <laughs> Turtle. I don't know. That's tough because you know you only really interact with like you know four or five kinds of animals in you know your real day to day life. So my inclination is just say dogs, but like wow, you open up the whole animal kingdom to me. Like maybe I'll just take a tiger or something. I like that ferocious. I like turtles. I don't know what it is. I, I, I'm a turtle guy. Uh, Sam Gwynn here on, on the show. Sam, you have been making the point on, on social media, and, and to your, I think to what you just said, I'm not sure how many people are paying attention to the NBA the same way because there's been so many distractions and so much ugliness. Kyrie Irving, Ime Udoka. I mean, Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole seems like a million years ago that there's actually some things happening on the court that are worth discussing. And you've made the point that Anthony Davis, and this has been true for a while, has looked really good and is not the source of blame in Los Angeles and, and has played at a really high level. So when you look at Anthony Davis, when you look at Westbrook coming off the bench, when you look at everything we know about this team, when LeBron's healthy, do you have any optimism that the Lakers can be competitive as a basketball team this season? You know, I'll give them this. We really, really focus those first five games or so on the, re- on the terrible shooting that we saw from them. They're still the worst offense in the NBA. But quietly, over the last, you know, I think it's eight games now, after that 0-5 start, they've made 36% of their threes. Now, the volume is still really low. They're not a good shooting team. But they've gone from, you know, the worst offensive team we've ever seen to just kind of garden variety bad. Now, you're not winning anything with a garden variety bad offense. But the name of the game here isn't, be the best team in the NBA right now, it's be good enough to convince the front office to make a move. So if you're just going forward with LeBron, AD, Russ, this sort of all-minimums roster, you're not really going to do anything. But we're about to come up on the easiest stretch of their entire schedule. In their next six games, they play the Spurs three times, they play the Pistons, they play the Pacers, and then there's the Suns in there for the one hard game. So they're 3-10 and 10 right now. 
say they can manage four and two or five and one over these next six games. Well, then it gets harder for the front office to justify holding on to those picks. You know, maybe you build some momentum. Now you can talk yourself into trading for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. And if you do, suddenly the team makes a lot more sense because Buddy Heald and Miles Turner right now, every night they go out there for the Pacers, they're putting on one heck of an audition for the Lakers. You know, Buddy Heald has made more threes than anybody in the NBA besides Stephen Curry this season. Miles Turner is leading the NBA in blocks, averaging career highs in points and rebounds. So right now, I don't think there's anything really that you can cling on to as a fan of the Lakers and say, maybe with this group we can win something. But you make that trade, the rest of the roster is starting to look better. AD is starting to look more like AD. LeBron, other than that period when he was sick, largely has looked like LeBron. If you put two more shooters on this team, improve the rim protection with Miles Turner, then I could really buy into the idea that they have something. Sam Quinn here on the show. Um, CBS Sports Radio's writer than you. I'm Bill Ryder. Sam, I think most of us suspected that we'd be having this conversation about the Lakers. Right? What are they? What do they need to do? Few of us suspected we'd be having this conversation about the Golden State Warriors. Now, it's early. It's really early. We're not at 20 or 25 games yet. We're, for At least for me, you have a sense of sort of where you are. All of that said, the Warriors have not been able to win on the road. They've had a ton of problems. And outside of Steph Curry, a lot of the guys that they were going to rely on in varying degrees have been underwhelming. What do you think the Warriors are going to be come January, February, March? I think they're going to be better than this, right? Just because we've never seen a team in NBA history go, I don't know, I, either they're, oh, they're winless on the road or close to it. We've never seen a team in NBA history go 0-41 on the road, right? But the entire theory of this team is based on two principles. It's that they're going to have three veteran stars or four, if you want to count Andrew Wiggins, and that the rest of their depth is going to come from the young guys. Well, right now, neither of those things are true, right? Like, you look at the young guys. James Wiseman's headed for the G League. He might be the worst rotation player in the NBA. He's played in 11 games so far this season. In nine of them, he has a negative plus minus. That's impossible on a Stephen Curry team. I don't think we've ever seen that. Jonathan Kaminga hasn't been much better. He can't make a shot. The athleticism not translating on defense. Jordan Poole not looking. You know, he hasn't really improved in the way that you would have hoped after you give him the $140 million contract. So the depth isn't coming from the young guys, and you really need it to because the veterans, aside from Stephen Curry, who has been everything you could have hoped, have just not been very good, right? Like, Clay Thompson averaging career lows in basically every shooting category. You know something's wrong with Clay when he's missing 25% of his free throws, right? You know, Draymond was probably the best defensive player in the NBA last year. If he hadn't gotten hurt, would have won Defensive Player of the Year. Now he's just, you know, he's very good. He'll probably be a contender for all defense, but he's not what he was last year. And if he's not going to be that good, the entire defensive equation changes for the Warriors. They're at 25th on defense right now. He is the sort of guy, he's not Rudy Gobert. He's not the sort of defender that's going to give you an automatic top five finish. He's the sort of defender that's going to really work alongside other really good defensive players, which so far they don't really have. You know, they lose Gary Payton. Clay isn't his old self. The young guys have been bad on defense. So I got to tell you, I look at them and I mean, it's going to get better. They're going to win a road game at some point, you know, but they don't look like the team last year that came out like gangbusters and was just totally running roughshod over the NBA at the beginning of the season. They'll get better, but I got to tell you, as long as they're doing this two-timeline thing, it kind of feels like they're not really doing any timeline, right? You know, 
They have Stephen Curry, who's still an MVP caliber player, but nothing behind him really makes much sense. You can follow Sam on Twitter at Sam Quinn CBS. Sam, do you want to ride? Do you want to do you want to ride or die for Portland or Utah or any other team that early in this season has been surprising or really interesting? Anybody you're actually buying into? Well, as a championship contender, I'm going to lean no unless you want to give me Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland is the one. I'll give you Cleveland. I love Cleveland. You know, I love I love a team that has a high floor in both offense and defense, right? And what we've seen out of the Cavs, you know, Darius Garland missed all that time. Donovan Mitchell just came out like a house on fire. Now with Darius Garland back, you know, he's looking more like a pure point guard than he had, or than he could last year, really, because he had so much scoring responsibility on him. But as you move forward with Mitchell scoring the way that he is. Garland is quietly, you know, Stephen Curry is the king of the deep, deep three. Darius Garland might be the second best long shooter in the NBA. And the extra space that that gives Mitchell to score, man, that it makes it so hard to stop Mitchell when he's going downhill. And then defensively, you have Allen Mobley, who's, you know, they speak for themselves. The role players, I think, have been better than anybody would have thought. You know, Dean Wade, who just got extended for, I think, less than $20 million over four years is playing like a you know solid starting caliber guy, Karis LeVert making his threes. So I came into the season thinking Cleveland, good regular season team, not much playoff, you know, not much hope for the playoffs this season. Cleveland, if you would tell me right now they're the third best team in the East, they've pushed Boston, a team that's eleven and three, you know, they've played them evenly twice now. So I gotta say, Cleveland is the one team from a playoff perspective that you might have talked me into over the past fifteen games, however long we've so far this season, but I got to tell you, Utah, I came into the season thinking they were going to be better. You know, they had the lowest win total expectation in Vegas in the entire West. I knew they were going to be better than that because they had too many good players not to be, but I, I got to tell you, I don't think Utah is going to fall off, right? You know, people keep saying, when is Danny Ainge going to make the tank move? I don't think it's going to happen. I think at the very least, the offensive floor is so high with all the shooting and all the ball movement they have. They're going to win 45 games and at least be a play-in team. Maybe be a little better beyond that. Yeah, Sam, you look at Utah's roster. I mean, it's five or six deep of, of, of guys who are pros, who are, they're not stars, but who are really good basketball players. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of a common sense thing, right? When you trade, I don't know, $80 million in salary, whatever it was, Burko, Bear, Mitchell, and Bogdanovich, you got to take back like $70 million in salary. And $70 million in salary is usually attached to pretty decent players, right? Like, don't get me wrong, like Laurie Markkinen, you know, Kelly Olenek, these guys, they're not as good as Mitchell and Gobert and Bogdanovich, but they're still good NBA players, and they picked up like six or seven of them in all these trades combined. So it kind of makes sense that, okay, I can buy into the idea that Kelly Olenek's not going to keep making half of his threes and that Laurie Markin isn't going to keep making, you know, 70% of his twos, whatever it is. The defense probably playing a little bit above its head. They've had some really good luck as far as opponent shooting goes. But these are a lot of good players, right? Like, this is not your typical tank team where you come on and you say, well, they might have two NBA caliber players. No, no, no. They've got seven, eight, nine, like a real solid rotation where everybody is capable of playing in the NBA. And they all shoot. So it makes everything else on offense make sense. The ball moves so much. They can all handle the ball. And, like, look, I thought Mike Conley might be washed last year. I don't think Mike Conley's going to make another all-star game. But Mike Conley is, like, 
looking closer to what he looked like in Memphis, especially now that he can play more pick and pop, which he couldn't really do with Gobert. That's what he did in Memphis, and that's what he can do now with Kelly Olenek. Sam Quinn here on the show. Sam, last one for you. Uh, the Sixers have been decidedly mediocre, and what what a performance from Embiid the other night. And it's not just Harden's injury. They were, if I have this right, I think four and five when, when he got hurt. What has been, from your perspective, wrong with a, a, a Sixers team that I, I can tell you, and this isn't shocking, an organization they thought they were going to be atop the East and a championship contender. This is not where they wanted to be at this point in the season. You know, I mean, you could pick so many things. I mean, P.J. Tucker, I'm not going to say washed because I've made that mistake too many times, but P.J. Tucker doesn't really look like P.J. Tucker. Joel Embiid being asked to pick up way too big of a load. You know, I think the idea of having James Harden is that Joel Embiid never plays 82 games, right? He's never healthy. He's always dealing with something when the playoffs arrive. You get James Harden because, historically speaking, he is better than almost anybody in NBA history at getting you through 82 games with a very high floor on offense, where for years in Houston, having Harden that we're going to be a top-five offensive team and he's going to play 79 out of 82 games, if that was going to be the case, you could be a bit more conservative with Joel Embiid's minutes, you know, make sure that he's healthy when the playoffs arrive. Well, we're already, you know, a few weeks into the season. Harden's already hurt. You know, Maxie, you know, Maxie's been up and down, but Maxie hasn't looked like, there were people coming into the season saying he's going to make an all-star team. He hasn't been that good. So already Joel Embiid is being asked to do the things that he's done so far this year where he scored 101 points over the weekend. Very impressive. Probably not the model that Philly was coming into the season expecting. So, you know, it's great to see now, but you just watch games like those and you think, Embiid's not going to make it through 82 of those, right? So it's kind of starting to feel like we're going through another season like we have the last few where Joel Embiid looks like an MVP candidate in the fall and the winter, and then we get to the spring and his body breaks down. So ultimately, if, if the defense – I could buy into the idea that the defense is going to get better. I think P.J. Tucker is better than he's looked so far this season. I think a lot of the role players that they added thus far, or they added in the offseason have been worse thus far than we'd probably expect them to be. But it won't matter if Embiid is having to play the load that he has. You know, If Harden can't come back relatively quickly – and start to ease some of his workload so that Joel Embiid can be healthy when the playoffs arrive, I think this is all moot. Uh, Sam Quinn breaking it down here on the show. Read him at CBSSports.com. Follow him on Twitter at Sam Quinn CBS. Literally one of the best NBA writers in the country. Sam, as always, buddy, good to hear your voice. Thanks for, uh, thanks for being on. Bill, thanks for having me. And next time I'm on, I'm going to have a more thoughtful answer for my favorite animal. It's a big one. Like, I, sh- I shouldn't have rushed it. I shouldn't have put you on the spot. I'm turtle. Question. Yeah, think about it. We'll get it. We'll get into it next time. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Bill. See you, buddy. Diesel, what's your – oh, Dom's got to say goodbye to Sam. But when he gets on, we'll give Diesel a couple seconds to figure out turtle. I love turtles. I used to catch turtles in the Mississippi River when I was a kid from Dubuque. We'd go up to Guttenberg, and I would, I would race – we would race turtles for money. You're not ready for this. I had two pet turtles growing up. Ooh. Water turtles? Yes. Yeah, me too. Yep, big fish tank when I was little, probably around seven or eight years old. Painted turtles? Little painters? I don't remember what kind they were, uh, but I had two of them. I won't eat turtle soup. I didn't know turtle soup was a thing. It's a thing, I won't eat it. I mean, it's not on on most menus, but loved, I'm a huge turtle fan, love turtles. All right. We bonded, bro. 
I've got a a live programming alert we're gonna do on the other side here. Uh, I, I got a new I got a new segment. I, I'm gonna pitch it. I'm gonna get Bogus's help. It's a present to Decel. He looks excited. It's coming up next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. I love that you're playing this song. This, this uh, is the song in which Pretty Daddy appears. Oh, is that it? Oh, I just talked over Pretty Daddy. It's got a bit of a, it's got a bit of a, a, a ring to it, right? It's kind of catchy. Pretty daddy. It's all about diesel today. It's a diesel day. Uh, before we get into, do we have Mister Bogish? Uh Bogish is here. Hello, sweet Andrew. Hello, sweet Willie. Um, yeah. Uh, can we do a live programming alert? So, a little announcement, and then I have an idea, Bogus. I want your thoughts on it. And we have to have you interpret a dream. We have a lot to get to in this segment. So, we're going to do a new basketball segment every day. And we were coming up with names. And I actually came up with one that I thought was kind of silly. But the boss, D-Cell, my wife, and D-Cell's wife all liked it. You ready? It's going to be called. Wait, 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 that four people? The boss and D-Cell? Or is it the boss yeah. who is D-Cell? I mean, he is he is he is the boss, but his boss, our boss, okay. Mr. Eskin. Now, did yeah. his wife tell him to like this, or does he like it of his own volition? Fair question, Tommy. Uh, no, I, I like this instantly the first time I heard it before I told okay. my wife. So these about are it. four independent pluses for yeah. this. Okay, four <laughs> buys, so to speak. No like sales, four show. buys. Yeah, I'm not I like the name of the show. I'm not sure I concur. Okay, it's an NBA segment, and right. it's going to be called. Basket bill. Okay. <laughs> That's right. So here's the segment I want to do. I want to call it D Cell's Revenge, and the image would be all of us making fun of him. And then D Cell basically has his own segment where he can, I don't know how it works, Tom, 
but you can like basically have free run at me or Bogus or whatever. Just and like we can't respond. You just go at us. Or or here's a thought: you and Bogus could stop making fun of me, and then I wouldn't have to have revenge. No, I'm being serious right now. I'm talking about real stuff. I, I think it could be funny. It's already called buy or sell. What, what am I missing here? <laughs> see, right. see exactly right. what I mean. Do you, let's do your dream in buy or sell. Let's get because I'll make it Wait, a buy or sell. Question. Are we, is, is basket bill done, or can I make a suggestion? It, they're working on the imaging. I oh, think. okay. So that ship is sailed. All right, all yeah. right, uh, fine. Don't what you want to call more work for me? Do what you want to call, what you wanna call it? Well, and again, this is the, I've heard I heard tale of this segment. I didn't know it needed a name until just now. So this is right off the presses. The show's called Writer Than You. Correct. Okay. Yeah. What if we so. did? Hoopier than you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hoopier than you. Right? We're gonna put it we're gonna put it on the list if Basket Bill doesn't hold up. Okay. All right, fine. Do you do you like hoopier than you, Tom? Okay. Let's do fires. <laughs> All right, fine. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. So, so Diesel, why don't you tell us your dream, and then I'll ask Bogus a question about it. Yeah, I've really been holding on to this for a couple of weeks. As you can imagine, I didn't want to tell anyone because I knew this is what would happen, and I was really, really trying to prevent this. Uh, in my dream, me and Bill were colleagues, co-workers, Working at the seafood market here in New York City. Don't laugh yet, Bogus. Our boss was my father, oh. who does in real life work in the seafood market in New York City. Except Bill did not know our boss was my dad. He had no idea that he was working for my dad. He started talking a little smack to me. About my dad, a.k.a. our boss, I didn't know what to do. I thought Bill was actually making some fair points about my dad. (laughs) But I didn't know if I should tell Bill, like, hey, dude, you're making fun of my father here. Uh, That's all I got. The dream ended there. I must have woken up. I don't know if I actually told Bill or not. Buy or sell, Bogus, you can give us some kind of an interpretation of this. Uh, I'm buy. Buy. I can certainly give you some kind of interpretation. It might not be the right one, but it'll be some kind of interpretation. Uh, I mean, clearly, clearly D-Cell values your relationship. I mean, you're now co-workers, almost like your brothers. I mean, you're like, you're, you're that close. You're that tight. Yeah. Now... The conundrum then becomes he agrees with you about his dad, but now he's stuck. What do I do? My brother is calling out our dad without knowing it's our dad. Why is there mackerel in my hand? There's a lot of questions to be answered here. He's also got his dreams got you pegged correctly because I think whether you knew that was your dad or not, (laughs) you're still going to say things about him to D-Cell. Um... Yeah, I think this is, again, it's what I hope is true about me, too. For all of the the gruff that D-Cell gives us, I think he truly does value the connections between you and him, between he and I. You were nowhere to be found in this dream, Bogus. I was your dad's boss. I was upstairs. I don't go down. On the, on the, I don't go on the work floor. Come on now. He's on the boat. He's bringing the fish in. I've got nice shoes on. Um, oh 
Yeah, I think I think this is about how much he values you and how real and deep your relationship is that he's willing to actually protect you from his dad. The word is love, and I'll buy that. Bye. Feel the same way, pretty daddy. Holy mackerel, that's some kind of dream. Um, Bye. Thank you. Oh, thank wow. you. Yeah, that's so, quite a that's quite a dream. Yeah, it sounds long. Was this two weeks ago? You just told me now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I didn't wake up and text you right away because I knew this would make it onto the show. It's awkward because I had a dream last night that you wanted to come hang out, and I was like, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no dream. Always want to hang out with you. Are we really supposed to get into the NFL after we just broke <laughs> Segway, down that dream, baby. though? Yeah. Come on. You know, speaking of dreams, it's the dream of every player to be in the NFL, and... Perfect. While the New Orleans Saints have, have had a forgettable season... At 3-7, and seven, head coach Dennis Allen says the team is considering a quarterback change from Andy Dalton to Jameis Winston. By ourselves that when Jameis Winston is healthy, he should be the starter for the Saints. As opposed to Andy Dalton? Uh, that is correct, yes. Or as opposed to any other quarterback he could go find. Yeah, bye. 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 Jameis Win- oh, oh, no, please don't. No, go ahead. No, no, you. What? By yourself, the correct segue would have been... The Saints' offense has been a dead fish this season. <gasps> bye. Okay, thank you. Bye. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I mean, or, you know, it's not as good. Or, or, or buy or sell, the Saints need to go fishing for a new quarterback. Yes. Bye. This is why it's called Basket Bill. Lori uh, is apparently listening, and all she wrote was the word nope, so I thought I, thought I was in trouble <laughs> again. Apparently it was, to, it was to hoopier than you. Oh, that's fine. Uh, well, I any, got in trouble last night, so that takes... It's you know. our first fight. Any sort of feedback from Lori about my weird dream? Um, I'll let you know. I haven't gotten nope. it yet. All right, I hope it's positive. All right, on Sunday, the Jaguars fell to the Chiefs 27-17 despite recovering an onside's opening kick to start the game. Jacksonville has now lost six of their last seven games. Buy or sell the job that Doug Peterson has done in his first year in Jacksonville. Sell, which is too bad. Sell. I, I thought it was going to be interesting to see him work with Trevor Lawrence and try to have some success. Uh, buyer, buy or sell that you guys would be skeptical of Andy Reid assistants and offensive coordinators given Doug Peterson's track record, Super Bowl notwithstanding, and uh, Matt Nagy. I mean, those are the two recent examples. I think that's a fair skepticism. It's a fair buy? Yeah. Buy! Doesn't mean you can't hire somebody off the staff because you just you need another, maybe another question or two to figure out that this person is legitimate and not being kind of carried along by Andy Reid. I do wonder if that's some of Eric the Enemy's problem. I think there's a lot going on there. I don't think it helps that he doesn't get along with Patrick Mahomes. It feels like this has been brewing for a while now. It feels like it's starting to come to the surface now with the enemy. The enemy stuff? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get to some college football here. Both Michigan and Ohio State are off to 10-0 starts this season. And remember, they both play in the Big Ten East, so they obviously cannot play in the Big Ten championship game against each other. However, they do play each other the final week of the regular season in Columbus. Buy or sell the way the college football playoff is shaping up a one-loss Ohio State or Michigan 
who doesn't even reach the Big Ten championship has a realistic chance to make the playoff. Bye, and I think... Bye. Andrew, Tom, if that game ends in overtime or it's a one-possession game and it's a great football game and some other things fall into place, which they largely have, but let's say TCU loses, which is certainly possible. I don't think it's outrageous. It, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. What's good for the SEC can be good for the Big Ten. And obviously, in my scenario, both Ohio State and Michigan win their other regular season game. Right. They win out other than the game against each other, and the winner of that game wins the Big Ten Championship, and the loser loses by a possession. I I mean, it's pretty much the scenario that Tennessee finds themselves in, too. Why can't that why can't that be the case? Why can't that be the case if that if that's always the case for the SEC? Well, would yeah. you value that team, whoever it is, Ohio State or Michigan, above Tennessee? Because it's it's ultimately, if not exactly the same, very, very similar. Right. I mean the I so Specifically to Michigan, I think the problem for Michigan in that scenario is right now they're behind Ohio State in the top four because the committee values Ohio State's strength of schedule more than Michigan. So if Michigan then has a loss to on the road, beats Ohio State, but then loses to whoever the West champ is, that to me might reaffirm the skepticism of their overall uh, uh, toughness, for lack of a better term. But what if they win out? Because Tennessee didn't play Georgia well. I mean, it wasn't a right. They didn't look like they belonged. But isn't it? But isn't wasn't the question of you getting all, in as not making uh, being the fourth team, even though you didn't even make the Big Ten title game? Yeah. Right. So like there, so there is no winning out then. Like they beat Ohio State, but then they lose the title game. They're I, to me, they're going to get penalized for that. No, 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 no. It's they win out and they win the title game. So whoever wins Ohio State, Michigan, presume that team wins the Big Ten title game. So they're in. Right. Should the team that lost also get in? Their only loss. Is to each other. So, so to reuse my mission example, I don't think Michigan gets in if they lose to Ohio State because then again, that's gonna gonna reamplify the fact that they didn't beat anybody it. of significance. Okay, flip flop it then. Does does Ohio State get in if they lose to Michigan? I think Ohio State has the, the chance to do that, but I don't know that they will. Who who's a better football team? If it goes this way, right? There's a lot of ifs. Who's a better football team than? the lesser of Michigan, Ohio State, if they are evenly matched right now out there. In that like who would you who would you put above them? I wouldn't put Tennessee above in that scenario. I agree. I wouldn't put USC above them in that scenario. I wouldn't put Clemson absolutely above. I just think they're probably the I mean TCU deserves to be in. So it's an SEC schools one. Two Big Ten schools. TCU loses. There's a lot of wiggle room. I mean, we could go, I mean, a few weeks ago, we were talking about three SEC schools getting in. It might only be one. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm the one that had Tennessee. I kept Tennessee in my top four after they lost to Georgia with, ahead of TCU. With an asterisk, though. Right. That they that there was no way for them to gain any ground. That they were presumably going to be passed by an unbeaten TCU and maybe even a one-loss Oregon Pac-12 champ. Now that's off the table, but tennis, but TCU staying unbeaten remains on the table. But now again, if Michigan loses to Ohio State, 
Could the Final Four be Georgia, Ohio State, TCU, and Tennessee? I mean, Tennessee did well. I'm trying to remember this. Did they beat the crap out of LSU? They did, right? Yes, but that was, I think, their SEC opener. It was early. It's a good-looking win now, a better-looking win now. Right. Very true. And if LSU plays Georgia better than Tennessee does, right? that, like, simultaneously bumps Tennessee down but also brings them back up because we beat the team that just – it's a weird no, little – No, if they play better than I, – I, this is the chaos you get in a four-team playoff, by the way. You don't get this kind of fun with a 12-team playoff. Right, but do you care that strongly about a two-loss LSU getting in? If they're going to play this well, maybe. Well, I got to say, I like play the games Georgia. better than the argument. Like, yeah, it's all interesting, but I'd actually just like to see LSU play in the playoff against somebody to see what happens. I think, I think you just said it. I think I like the arguments better than the games. I love yeah, the games. Do. I think the argument, though. The, the talk about it is fantastic. It's like the NBA offseason and the NFL draft are more interesting for a lot of people than the actual product. Got my hand raised right there. All right, Bill, let's stay in college football, but go to a team that has absolutely no chance of making the playoff. That's Texas A&M. The Aggies lost again on Saturday, this time to Auburn, 17-10. to Jimbo Fisher's team is now 3-7 and on the season. They will not be bowl eligible in his nearly five full seasons at College Station, Jimbo was 37 and 21. Let's not forget that Mr. Fisher signed a 10-year, 95 million, fully guaranteed contract last September. Buy yourself that Jimbo Fisher will definitely be back next season as head coach for Texas A&M. I'll buy because of the contract. Buy. Uh, Bogus, buy or sell going all the way back to the, the dream that he that D Cell should have transitioned by putting that question first and said, speaking of Fishers. <laughs> Bye. Just it was there for you, yeah. Tommy. It's it's crazy that this is even a that you could even envision a scenario where they pay him ninety million dollars to not be their head coach. A lower you, you win can't. a lower can't. win percentage than Kevin Sumlin. Yeah, no, he's not. And you can go to the tape on this. I've never been been, been a big Jimbo guy. I've always thought he's been a lot more bluster. Like I don't like Lion Kelly, but he can coach, right? We knew that at, at Notre Dame. They're not going to succeed at the level that they that they're paying for. But you you can't pay a guy almost a hundred million dollars to go away, can you? you you can't do it. Yeah, so, I mean, you can reassess what he is. You can reassess his legacy, so to speak. But firing him now, I don't. I just I don't know how you do it. What year is he in? He just signed this deal last September, 10 years. Right. No, no. How long has he actually been there, though? Uh, this is his fifth season. Yeah, I was going to say, like, because Dabo took some time. But but he's, <laughs> I mean, you're at the point where it's your kids, it's your recruits, it's your culture. Well, and they're going in the wrong direction. It's not that they're stuck in the middle and they just like, can't get yeah. over the hump. They're exactly. going in the other direction. They're getting worse. They lost to Auburn. Auburn this year, who has no idea what they're doing. They scored, they scored 10 points. I mean, and don't forget, we sat here, at least I did, celebrating him talking smack to Nick Saban over recruiting classes because his was, was so good. Saban thought he'd only get it by cheating, and now this is what's happened on the field. How silly does that look now? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, Maybe that recruiting class is, you know, they become sophomores and juniors. They, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't think he's a very good coach. I think he's overrated. Easy uh, to say now, but you, I mean, do either of you, would either of you, you can't eat the money, right? You just, $90 million? 
It's a lot of money. But what are you going to do? Double down on your mistake and just keep them there because you're paying them so much? Buyers sell that certain, and I'm not saying everybody, but certain coaches, the money takes away some of their edge. Buy. I mean, the guy doesn't have to be good at his job for, for, for generational wealth. He doesn't, it doesn't matter to him in terms of like his lifestyle. And he already has his championship, by the way, that he got at Florida State with Jameis Winston. Right. I, I think he's going to be there. I'm with you. I don't think they want to pay him to go away. But, man, I don't know. It's not going to be three and seven bad every year. But I don't know if they're ever going to reach where they thought they would. Buy or sell, if he does his entire contract, nine years, you guys think he'll make an extent that he can lead them to an ex- one appearance in an expanded college football playoff? One. Yeah. I'll Bye. buy it, too. Yeah. I don't know if it ever got this bad at Michigan, but I'll point to how it's going for Harbaugh now, how he completely turned it around. Now, they never really bottomed out, per se. Yep. They just yep. couldn't get over to the hump. It could be Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, if he stays there for the life of this contract, yeah, I think they'll get to one. All right, let's finish up with some hoops here. Last question. Now, after starting the season 9-0, the Milwaukee Bucks have now lost three of their last four games, including last night to the Hawks. The Hawks have actually handed Milwaukee two of their three losses this season. Buy or sell that the Atlanta Hawks are the most underrated team in the Eastern Conference. Ooh. That's a good question. Do we think the Cavs are rated highly because of the Donovan Mitchell deal? We feel like they're kind of the... I feel like they're starting to get some buzz now. But you were on that train last year before Donovan even got there. Right, I love I've, I love what Kobe Altman's building. I'll, I'll buy it. Buy. And I I was on that Atlanta train, but I kind of got off of it. I actually, to be fair, I made a bunch of calls trying to see if maybe um, if maybe Trey Young is a bit of an issue in the locker room, and that sounds like that's not the case. I was just trying to figure out why in the world they have underperformed so much. Now it's early. It's early. So you never answered. Buy or sell? You want to do? Um, D sells revenge. Sell. Really? I would rather you guys just be nice to me. We are nice. We love you. Uh, I would. I would argue that. You're like our favorite. You're our favorite. Bogus won't even make eye contact. Yeah. I. I it's a danger zone. Uh, I, hey, did you get? Did you cut the poem? Uh, I did. It's my ringtone now. How long is it? Uh, we got time to squeeze it in here. All right, let's hear it. This is a bomb do about you D-Cell. like Green Bay and fans? I do not like them, D-Cell I am. I do not like Green Bay and fans. Would you like them here or there? <laughs> D-Cell said no, not anywhere. And that is you guys being nice to me. That was one voice. You had some laughter was... in there. You, I thought it was very, very good. I thought it was great. Thank you. Um... Diesel and I are going to keep the party rolling. He's got another dream he wants to share. What is going we... on? <laughs> it's what's happening. Let Let's get into his dream. <laughs> Come on. It's that Leonardo DiCaprio movie where he goes into dreams. What is it, co- what is it called? Inception. It's Inception with Diesel. After we get a CBS Sports Radio update with Andrew Bogish. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. You having a good time, Diesel? I'm having a great day. Great day. I got a, I got a lot of Tuesday energy right now. Love the Tuesdays. I have real Tuesday energy. You have, you're off the charts with your energy today. I'm in a great mood, man. I like hanging out. I like doing the show. I like your Dr. Seuss sweater. I like everything. I also like telling you stuff like like this. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Vikings cornerback Patrick Peterson picked off Josh Allen not once but twice on Sunday. The second interception uh, was the one that sealed that 33-30 win in overtime for the Vikings. Peterson now has 32 career interceptions. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union. I was thinking about you the other day, uh, uh, D-Cell. Not a dream like you had about me, which is very, very nice. And I appreciate that I was a, I, I got to be at the fishmonger place with you and talking smack about your dad. And you had to figure out whether or not to turn me in or not because um, he was our boss. It's a weird dream. I dig it. Uh, but I, I, we talk a lot of TV. You watch network TV. I don't watch network TV. But I've started watching. I don't know why. What? What are you throwing your hands up you for? You said that like it's a put-down. It's not. It's a difference. Like like I'm stuck in, like, you know, olden times. I didn't say that you're being oversensitive. It'd be like if I said, um, you know, you like peanut butter and jelly, and I don't like peanut butter and jelly. It's okay. But I, I've started watching a network TV show that I used to watch 15 years ago, so I'm curious if it, you've ever seen it. House. Remember House? My parents watched Amazing. House, so I have a little exposure to it, yes. It holds up. What I'm telling you is it holds up. See, I'm not a big fan of going back and watching shows I've already watched. I can't remember any of them. I, oh, well, I watched that's, one di- the well that's different then. I was shocked by one of the endings. And my wife goes, we watched this. I'm like, that was 20 years. That was 15 years ago. Pass me the wine. You know, I mean, that's. Give me more wine. 
give me more. Is there a Budweiser in that fridge, and do you feel like going to it to, to bring it to me? The answer was no, by the way. Oh, yes, there was a Budweiser in the fridge. No, she was not particularly interested in bringing it back in, in my direction. What are we going to do about the, about the World Cup, man? we got World Cup coming up next week. You are a sucker fiend. Yeah, should we do a little, like, World Cup preview on Friday? This Friday, like like three days from now. Yeah. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I have all my information ready to go. I'm hosting some chats over on the BetQL app for Odyssey, doing one at least, maybe more. Uh, I'll do USA open up against Wales next um, next Monday during the day, 11 o'clock Pacific time is when that game gets off, gets going. Let's go. Let's get you into soccer. Soccer, this is your this is your time. Now that should be a win for USA, right? Over Wales. It sure better be. Although, I mean, Gareth Bale plays for that team and yeah, we yes. The answer to your question, we've got them, right? We've got England, we've got Iran. And for Iran, it's they beat us last night. It's their Super Bowl. So it's not going to be easy as you know, Diesel. As you what if we had you do it? What if we had you do the soccer preview? I mean, that'd be fun, right? A whole World Cup preview, not even on just Team USA, the whole World Cup. whole thing, like, like, like two segments. That might be harder for me than my college thesis. You didn't write a college thesis? No. No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> then it will be harder but since it I, exists. But if I did have to write one. What a weird lie. What a weird lie to tell. Why didn't you just be like, yeah, I wrote it on the, the, the physics of, of planets? Uh, no, I studied communications in college. There was no thesis. Yeah, that was amazing communication. You clearly, what we're going to do, see, is lie <laughs> and then just give it up immediately. You pass. Is that the show? We're done? All right. That was a weird. Diesel was in a weird mood today. Uh, thank you to Sam Quinn. Thank you to Tom. Thank you to Bogish. I'm Bill Ryder. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We'll check in on Tom's dreams tomorrow here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 